Hello, and welcome to Franchise Me. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And this is the show where two friends go on a journey to find the ultimate movie franchise. Each week, we will talk about a film or films in a series, breaking them down to see if they are truly worthy of being in a franchise. As we finish different series, we will compare and rank them among each other in order to find out which one is truly the best. This week, it's time to say goodbye to Karate Kid, my friend. This is our very special Karate Kid retrospective episode. Andrew, my friend, how are we doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Once again, Matt, unfortunately, could not join us. Yes. For this episode, he is missed. Um, we miss you, Matt. He did send us some of his opinions last week, and we really appreciated that. Yes. Um, I know he would have been a big help with the video games and stuff this week, but uh, it's okay. We'll push through. We'll push through. We'll, we'll make it through. work. The show must go on. Uh, the show must go on. We got to do it, baby. We yeah. got to do it. But uh, yeah, here we are. Look, it's been a interesting journey, right? It's been an interesting journey. I think after last week, we were burned. We were really burned last week, and I think you can hear that. Yeah. And I, you know, I think we are ending Karate Kid right when we need to. Yeah. Because after last week, I think maybe the combination of doing like the double movie episode of two kind of not great movies hit us a little hard. And I think we're just kind of like, yeah, I just want to get through this. I think I just want to get through this yeah. and get on. You know, I, I I think I'm ready to leave Karate Kid behind. I yeah. think I'm at my point where I'm I'm the, good. The saving grace with this is Cobra Kai. Right? Yes, if, if Cobra they Kai had not released grace. Cobra Kai, yeah, this would this franchise would be worse off. Right, but they really did like save that franchise by going back sure. into this world. And really exploring these characters again and, and improving it. Sure. And that's so. great. But, you know, we have to remember that Cobra Kai is a TV show. No, it's it, not no, no, going no. to affect the no, franchise. We'll, we're going to talk about it in this yes. episode. But, but no, no, I'm not I'm not going to go with the ranking. No, of course not. But I, I'm just saying in general, like, you sound... I've seen Cobra Kai. You have not. No. You seem more burned than I do. because yes. I, I think because I've seen... I'm not tired of the Karate Kid universe because I see where it goes. Sure. You haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'll watch it. So. I'll get to it. You I know, should watch it. I know, it. I know. I'll get to it. There's a lot to watch, man. It's more important. Well, we'll figure it out. You have five seasons to catch up with. I know, I know, I know. I'll get there. I'll get there. I will watch it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I know. We'll talk about it. And that's all I good. did have my facts written to have a conversation with Matt, who has seen it. <laughs> he's not he's here. He's not here. He's not here. So I'm going to be talking to a wall. Well, that's okay. Has not seen the show. That's fine. Um, I'll, I'll, talk about it. I'll give you some opinions. That's great. Um. But yeah, we're doing the Karate Kid. We're doing it. And, and you know what, man? Like, we talked a lot about the Karate Kid. Uh-huh. We've done these movies. Do you want to just power through and just kind of like... I think we're at the point to power through, right? Like, we have a lot of episodes on the Karate Kid. Yeah. There really isn't anything to ramble about here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're doing the, the Karate Kid. Our franchise is the Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, we have five movies. Yeah. Can you give me a rundown of those five movies? We have the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid Part 2. The Karate Kid Part 3. The next Karate Kid. And the Karate Kid 2010. Absolutely, absolutely. This is my favorite part, not really my favorite part, but one of my favorite parts of the of the uh, franchise or the of the retrospective episode, where uh, I throw it to you. Yes. Uh, that bus is coming. I'm gonna throw you under that bus. Yeah, let's do it. We have five movies. Yeah. Uh, we always like to go over our uh, box office. Yeah. And we we I make you rank those movies by box office. Yeah. I'm ready. I feel like this week is not too hard. I think I can get this actually. Uh, I I want to be fair. Uh, number one and two are very, 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 very close. Sure. So I'm willing to be a little bit flexible here. Okay. Cool. Uh, the, 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 the rankings of the one and two movie here. Really? Um, very, 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 very close. Okay, cool. So can, I'll, I'll start with number five. Yes. Number five, uh, the next Karate Kid. Because uh, okay. I believe that was $8 million. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. Um, yeah, so... 
uh, next Karate Kid. Um, number four, I believe, is Karate Kid Part Three. Okay. Okay. Um, number three. Oh, I'm sorry. It was it wasn't the one and two spot. I apologize. It was the two and three spot. Two and three spot. Okay. Number three. Oh man, I think it's. I'm gonna go Karate Kid Part Two. Number two. The Karate Kid, the original, and number one, The Karate Kid 2010. Okay, so no, coming in number five, The Next Karate Kid, $8.9 million. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, number four, The Karate Kid Part 3, $38.9 uh-huh. million. Dollars. Yeah. Uh, number three, I found two numbers. Okay. The most, most places say $130 million. Okay. Uh, some places said $115 million. I'm going to go with uh, number three, The Karate Kid Part 2, okay. at $130 awesome. million. Dollars. Number two, The Karate Kid with $130.8 million. Wow. Dollars. Okay. Wow. So it's $0.8 million Right. That is really separating. Yeah. Huh. And then number one, with $359.1 million. Dollars, Insane. Is the 2010 <laughs> The Karate Kid. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's very strange. Yeah, to see it's where. very. Odd. But let's talk about critic score, Rotten Tomato score, critics, audience score, right? Right. Um, I'm never gonna make you do this. No. But uh, let's take a let's take a look. See what audiences <laughs> okay. or see what, let's see what critics and audience prefer. So critics, uh, number five, Rotten at seven percent. Uh huh. The next Karate Kid. Sure. Number four, Rotten at fifteen percent. Then the Karate Kid Part Three. Yes. Number three, Rotten at forty four percent. The Karate Kid Part Two. Uh huh. Number two, fresh at 66%. It's the 2010 reboot. Yeah. Which means number one, certified fresh at 89% is The Karate Kid. That's good. At least it wins there. Yeah. And then audience score. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, rotten at 24%. It is the next Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid. Uh, number four, rotten at 35%. It is The Karate Kid Part 3. Number three. Rotten at 57% is The Karate Kid Part 2. Mm-hmm. And number two, Fresh at 67% is The Karate Kid Reboot. Nice. Which means number one is Fresh at 82% The Karate Kid. Nice. The same rankings by both audiences and critics. Wow. Not in, the same scores. Not the same scores. Same but they're rankings. In, they're in pretty lock, they're in lockstep, yep. some would say. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's very, it's an interesting, interesting, interesting to look at. And total, it says a total box office. Uh-huh. Of I think six hundred sixty seven point seven million dollars. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. that's not bad. Because it's good. you know eighty movies, eighties and nineties movies, right? Yeah, 80s like and yeah, nineties movies. It's not bad. That's a good. That's a good pull. Yeah, yeah. But while we're really here, yeah, this is it. Why we're really here. why we're real. This is why we do retrospectives. Uh, and this is why I kind of rushed through the beginning of this because I want to take some time. Yeah, with, with some stuff here. Uh-huh. Because, uh huh. Because there's not a whole bunch, but I think there's stuff I, I kind of want to talk about. Sure. We're going to go into the extended franchise. Yes. Why we're really here, right? We're going to start with a TV show. I don't know what this could be. Well, you know one of them. Oh, there's two. Holy sh**. The Karate Kid is a 1989 animated show. Oh, God. <laughs> that aired on God, N- no. NBC Saturday Morning No. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. It was produced by DIC Enterprises, Saban Entertainment, and Columbia Pictures Television. Oh. It was originally planned for daily syndication during the fall of 1986 with 65 episodes. So the show came out in 89. 65 episodes? <laughs> the show came out in 89. Yeah. But it was in made 86. No, in 86 it was planned to be created to be daily. Because remember how you said daily yeah. cartoons? They were going to do 65 episodes. Uh-huh. 
show didn't come out to 89. Yeah. It transitioned to 13 episodes oh, on, sa- Jesus. on Saturday mornings. Good God. So clearly the studio didn't really believe in it too much. Yeah, they stopped caring. It took like, three yeah. years to release it, mm-hmm. and they only did 13 episodes. Probably doesn't help that you're releasing it the same year as the worst Karate Kid movie. Uh, With no. 27-year-old Ralph Macchio. Not, not the worst. Not the worst, not the worst. Uh, one of the worst. Uh, the show stars no. uh, Joey DiDeo as Daniel uh-huh. LaRusso, uh-huh. Robert Ito as Mr. Miyagi, and Janice Kawaii as Taki Tamora. The show features Daniel and Mr. Miyagi on the search for a magical shrine that was taken from its resting place in Okinawa. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to see it. The format of each episode sees Miyagi and Daniel getting a lead on the shrine, uh-huh. having to overcome obstacles to get to the shrine, uh-huh. such as others who want it. And just as they are about to capture the shrine, it escapes them by random chance, such as drifting away on waves or being carried off by balloons. I'm not interested. I'm good. Uh, Pat Morita provided opening narration from Miyagi's perspective on every episode, except for episode 8. <laughs> it's going to get him for episode 8. <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay. In an episode, oh, God. it is revealed that Daniel has an Uncle Jack who works for the FBI. Jack is never mentioned or seen outside of this episode. <laughs> Uncle Jack, the FBI agent, huh? Why didn't we delve into that uh, character more? I love this idea that they were doing in the 80s where they were just, again, they were taking anything. Anything and just making it a cartoon. I can't wait care. to talk about the Rambo cartoon. Jesus. Go on, kids. Let's go kill the Vietnamese. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is, though, right? Isn't that the cartoon? Like, what is that going to be about? That's the only thing it can be about. This obviously is a little different than what we've seen. Yeah. Uh, you no, know this reminds me of. Remember the Jackie Chan uh, Jackie cartoon? Chan Adventures. <clears throat> I used to love that show. I used to watch it. Yeah. I love how I said I used to love it. You said I used to watch it. I used to watch it. <laughs> no, it was a good show. I'm not trying to shut it down. It was a good show. Um, I remember that that was a big part of like kids animation back then and. Um, all the stuff with I, I think in that show though it was more like Talisman well was there, the there was different seasons and one season was like the mm-hmm. Talisman and one season it was something else I forget what it was yeah I don't know if that show actually got like a proper finale it might not have I, don't, I think it was cancelled before then but I remember at the end of every show like Jackie Chan would give like uh, like in live action yeah would be there and he would give like a quick life lesson, advice or something life yeah. advice with like a like a lesson karate lesson or like something. a karate lesson and i was like oh that's that's fun you know it's because fun. he did the voice i think right yes yeah. he does the voice of he voices himself on the show i believe um and it's yeah it's cool it's cool yeah. i'm glad he had that opportunity yeah, so this is just obviously nonsense it's nonsense it's, it's, this is a I nonsensical mean, show the only actor they could get was pat marita to come back to do narration, narration not even voice me it's not even like you know yeah and they couldn't even get him for episode eight <laughs> so how good you know um yeah it's very maybe he was doing uh karate kid three at the time i don't know yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, the right, the creators of Cobra Kai have stated that the animated show is not canon yeah. to their show, but they did include the Miyagi-Do Shrine as an Easter egg in Season 3 as it can be seen at Chosen's Okinawan Dojo. I'm okay with that. Whatever. Easter eggs are fine. Easter eggs are fine. I'll take it. Um, I'm glad it's not canon, though, because I wouldn't believe uh, them trying to... Uh, this this. Thing oh, yeah, remember the, by chance. Me, me, yes, me and Mr. Miyagi took a summer off and we went around the world trying to catch this shrine. Trying to catch this shrine and just, you know, by chance. It was like waves would take it or the wind <laughs> the wind would take it. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, were you were you on Coke, Daniel? What's going on? <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. That's when the show pulls back 
and Daniel's in a mental hospital. Yeah. And he's like, the shrine! The shrine! Oh, man. Turn on the rainbow cartoon! <laughs> All right. All right. But if we're talking TV shows. The show we really want to talk about. That you really want to talk about. Let's talk about Cobra Kai. Yeah. Cobra Kai is a continuation of the Karate Kid stories from the movies. Uh, we originally pitched. We didn't. We kind of ran out of time. Uh-huh. We had originally pitched um, doing a whole bonus series or a bonus episode on uh, Cobra yeah. Kai. Uh, so I have information as if we we're doing it like a movie. Sure. And I figured we got time to kind of just run let's, through. Let's do it. So uh, Cobra Kai debuted on May second, two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. The Rock's birthday. <laughs> Why is that relevant? I don't know. I just, I Why just is that, that relevant to anything? <laughs> uh, it is created by Josh Heels. John Horowitz and Hayden Schlossberg, uh, Schlossberg, not Burger Berg, uh, has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 94 by critics, fresh at 94, and fresh at 92 by audience. Amazing. People love it. People love the show. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a very avid viewer of this. I did yes, revisit are. some of it uh, for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the final season that, that's aired, um, five. Uh, I've not finished it for this yet. Yeah. It's a really... Fantastic show. I'll throw this out there, and we can talk about what we want to talk about. I'll start with this, because I think you can actually talk about this a little bit. Okay. Um, returning cast. Uh-huh. So the show is obviously known for bringing back a lot of characters, elements from the original movies. Right. Uh, and anything in the first four movies is fair game. All right. Uh, they have said, and I don't, I don't think I have this written down somewhere. Um, I did have like a thing where the, the creator said that the Karate Kid, the reboot, a Jackie Chan um, movie is not canon. Obviously, it's not part of the Miyagi verse. Right. Um, actually, I think I have I have a whole section on the Miyagi verse later. It might be there, so I might, re- might I might reiterate this. Okay. But um, that uh, they they mentioned Jackie Chan in the show as mm-hmm. an actor. Right. Um, in Cobra Kai. So like, if uh, the Karate Kid reboot exists in the world of Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. then it's just a movie called The Karate Kid. That they that these people have seen, right? Like the, you know, they're saying like that movie. The only way it exists in the world is if it's a movie, right? That people have seen, right? It just so happens to kind of be like, kind of be like Daniel's their story. story, right? Yeah. Okay, but a returning cast, yeah. A uh, William Zapka as Johnny Lawrence, Ralph Macchio as Daniel Larusso, Martin Cove as John Kreese, Thomas Ian Griffith as Terry Silver, Yuji Okamoto as Chosen Taguchi. Randy Heller as Lucille LaRusso. Mm-hmm. Ron Thomas as Bobby Brown. Rob Garrison as Tommy. Tony O'Dell as Jimmy. Tamlin Tamita as Kumiko. Tracy Taguchi as Yuna. I'll talk about that in a minute. Elizabeth Shue as Allie Mills. Sean Cannon as Mike Barnes. And Robin Lively as Jessica Andrews. Absolutely unreal. Do you know who Yuna is? Yuna, that's not the second movie. It is in the it, second movie. Isn't that... She's the little girl on the bell tower. Oh, wow. And Holy they cow, got the that... actress. Wow. They, they could have recast this. They got They her. got the actual actress who played the little girl in the bell tower. Uh-huh. And they brought her back. That's amazing. And she plays such a really special, like, it's a really great, I don't want to, you know, you're probably never going to watch it, let's be honest. No, I uh, am going to watch it. Okay. I am going to watch it. Do you it. not want spoilers? Do you I don't want spoilers. Right, I won't spoil I it I really don't want spoilers. How they use... I, I do really want to watch this show. How they use her is very creative. Uh-huh. And how they play that card is very unique. So okay. that's something I definitely wanted to throw out there. It's a, it's a small... She's a small role in the show. It's one episode or whatever. Right. But that's the beauty of the show, is they bring back... Like, like Ellie's in one episode, right? 
uh, Kumiko's in two, three, maybe? Two or three. Like, they bring these people back mm-hmm. for a little bit. Chosen's back for, like, two episodes, and then he has a major role in the fifth season. Like, right. It's interesting to see how this all plays out. Like, anybody can really kind of, once they open the door, anybody can kind of really come and go. And right. Also, the beauty is, like, Martin Cove is multiple seasons, correct? He's every season. He's every season. He's okay. in every season so far. Yeah. Gotcha. He has a cameo in the first season. Right. Uh, it's it's Martin Cove, Williams Zavka, and Ralph Macchio are in every gotcha. season. Gotcha. Cool. Martin Cove only has a cameo in the final episode of the season one. But, but he's still there. there. He's, he's still there. there. The beauty of the two is like seeing these characters that you haven't, that weren't, they didn't know of each other mm-hmm. interacting with each other. Johnny doesn't know who Terry Silver is, but he learns. Right. Right. There's literally there's a a scene of Johnny Lawrence, chosen, and Mike Barnes lined up outside Terry Silver's house, oh. and you're like, it's so incredible that like yeah. the three bullies are there of the movies are now on a team and united oh. going up against Terry Silver. Like that's, that's awesome. But they how they do it all right? Yeah. How they do it all is they they build they build the first season. Machio Zapka and new and a whole new cast. Right. Besides a cameo at the end, Machio Zapka, whole new cast. Right. Right. And then the mom comes in for like an episode. Right. Right. They build to it. They make you earn it. Like it yeah. starts off as very grounded. It starts off as this just kind of, you know, this the series is continuing it, right? It's more from Johnny's perspective mm-hmm. of like flushing out his character, because we right. know Daniel really well. And yeah. flushing out his character, but also when we see Daniel. He doesn't have Miyagi. Miyagi's dead, right? right? So it's like, where is he at in life right. without Miyagi? Miyagi's been such a central part in his life. How is he handling life and challenges of a father or a right. husband, a businessman, now revisiting this rivalry with Johnny mm-hmm. without Miyagi there? Like, it's so interesting to see. And, like, it becomes bad crazy. There's big, giant, karate war fights yes. in the seasons and yes. the I've episodes. Heard. But I've it's heard. like... It's earned, like it's right. it's earned. Like it, it it first one the first season feels like the first movie. It's very grounded, right? right. And they build up to the insanity of Karate Kid three, right? Right. But it 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 doesn't it makes sense. Like you have to be like when kids are doing backflips off of lockers and stuff like that. You're like okay. It's a heightened reality. Right, right. But when a world that with Terry Silver exists, maybe the world's already been heightened. You Let those I mean? kids flip off the lockers. Do whatever <laughs> backflip they want. When you have um, Terry Silver walking around in the world, anything, it's a heightened reality. Um, but I also want to, you know, I want to throw out the, the new cast as well. Okay. Because cause some of these are, Some of them are big stars now. Yeah, Jolo Menedwina as Miguel Diaz. Yes. Just had a... Bill, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Didn't do very well, but he, he, it's confirmed he's going to return and, yes. as, as the character. Is that um, streaming now? Uh, it might be. Is that I'm on not Max sure. Now? It I might feel not. Like that might be on Max. By the time this is released, yeah, it might. I think it's on Max at this point. I don't know. I want to check it out. You never saw it, right? I did not see Blue Beetle in theaters. No. no. Courtney Henning- Henningler as Amanda LaRusso, Daniel's wife. Daniel Buchanan as Robbie Keane, Johnny's son. Mary Mauser as Samantha LaRusso, Daniel's daughter. Jacob Bertrand as Eli Hulk Moskowitz, Gianna Desenzo as Dimitri, or Dimitri Alexopoulos, Peyton List as Tori Nichols, she's blowing up in her own mm-hmm. way too, Vanessa Rubio as Carmen Diaz, Dallas Dupree Young as Kenny Payne, and Paul Walter Hauser as Raymond Stingray Porter. That's right. 
<laughs> Paul grand, Walter Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser, rising star. Yes. Uh, throw him in here. And it's really a standout uh, character as well. Yeah. Um, Allegedly the star of the next of the final Tarantino film. Rumor. 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 May, might, not, might not happen. Might not happen. I've heard other names. I've heard yeah, other names. I've heard other names too. But uh, allegedly it's out there. We'll see. Uh, but, I mean, it's great that he's in there. And, mm-hmm. and Joel Cholo, like, really, clearly what, uh, you know, really, he's going to be the the big breakout star, right. I think. Like, he's going to go on from here. And, and you know, again, he got a, he got, he got a DC movie. It's, it's unfortunately... It's unfortunate what happened to that movie with the strikes and right comic book movies in general right now are not really performing well. So yeah, I'm, I'm really as of this recording, as we keep saying, um, you know, the Marvels is not out yet. Um, Aquaman is not out yet. Aquaman is not out yet. It's going to be interesting to see how they do. You know, I don't know how well the Marvels is going to do because I know that there is, you know, that sector of the fan base. Yeah, I, I don't know how well that's going to go. Yeah. You know. So I, I guess we will see. Yeah, I mean, hey, by the time this will come out, we uh, we already know. In the future, yeah, us already we'll know. know. We'll know. We'll future find out. Um, but no, it's 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 a great cast, right? And and I have a whole thing on um, supporting cast. I'm not gonna go into that, but I will say uh, it does feature also feature cameos from D. Snyder and Carrie Underwood. So uh, uh, okay, as themselves, as themselves. Yeah, D. Snyder of Twisted Sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I obviously Carrie Underwood, mega. Make a country star. Eh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I have, I have some um, some fun facts about the show I want to kind of go over, too. Um, the show uses alternate angles and shots of the final karate tournament from the original film mm-hmm. that John G. Avildsen had filmed as he had shot hours of footage. Oh, um, cool. So he shot, like, just... Like, there's interesting stuff, too. I watched some, like, behind-the-scenes features of the original movie, and they talked about, like, they filmed that, like, original karate tournament as, like, a karate tournament. Mm. Like, they just set up some cameras and got all these angles and yeah. shots, and they basically had a karate tournament. Wow. Like, and, and those were extras watching and everything like that. Wow. Um, huh. So we shot hours of footage. The Cobra Kai crew was allowed access to the studio vault to look at the footage and include it in flashbacks. These include a shot of William Zapka's mom, which hadn't been seen wow. uh, previously, uh, who was in the stands for the scene, and three alternate angles of the crane kick. That's awesome. Uh, Daniel wears the original headband from the 1984 film, which was given to him after the first film. That's it's awesome. Given Ralph Ma- it was given to yeah, Ralph Macchio. That's cool. Uh, as well as the car. He brings the car back. Mm-hmm. Also, Macchio also owns that car. Nice. Um, at the release of the first season, Macchio was 56 years old. He's four years older than Marita was at the release of the four- first show. It's crazy. He doesn't look it. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't He's aged know. well. Uh, the Miyagi-Do students usually wear blue clothes. The Cobra Kai students usually wear red. Mm-hmm. And when a student is caught between the two dojos, they wear a combination of the two. Nice. That's cool. In the series, Mr. Miyagi lives until 2011, mm-hmm. while Pat Morita, unfortunately, passed away in 2005. Yes. So they age up Miyagi a little bit past... You can get away with it. Well, yeah. so I think I think they wanted him, his Miyagi, to have a relationship with Daniel's children. Yeah. So, like, to have them him be around a little I'm bit cool for that it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there's a really beautiful scene about that, too. Uh, the creators of the show included the original cast in helping to develop the growth of their characters, including using William Zapka's backstory he created for Johnny during the original film, which mm-hmm. we had mentioned then, as well as Martin Cove's ideas of Kreese being a shell-shocked war veteran. Yeah. We get a lot of flashbacks about that. Uh, and Tamlin Tamita helping to make sure that Okinawa is portrayed more accurately, uh, as well as she choreographed her own dance that she does in the show. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Elizabeth Shrew's in the in the show. You yes. know that. 
uh, not spoiler, but how they do it is through like a Facebook message. Yeah. They sh- they tease end of season two that Johnny gets a Facebook message from Allie. Mm-hmm. Had Elizabeth Shue not agreed to return for season three, they did they they made that commitment. Yeah. Before they had signed her on. Oh, that's crazy. So they took a leap. Yeah. Had Elizabeth Shue not agreed to return for season three, it would have been revealed that the Facebook message that Allie sends to Johnny was sent by her husband, the, Allie's husband. So they can just bring in an actor, the, any any actor, yeah, yeah. and have him be. So they got her. They got her. Uh, the final fight of season three that is set in the this doesn't mean anything to you. That set in the Larusso house was originally meant to be set at the Miyagi Do studio in the rain, but was changed due to scheduling conflicts in the weather. And the show was nominated for an Emmy Emmy for comedy series in 2021. Nice, nice, very so, cool. Overall, like I think that Cobra Kai may be the best piece of like extended franchise thing that we've ever come wow i think that it honors what came before it right but doesn't rely on it there's nostalgia there's lots of nostalgia mm-hmm. golf and stuff and all these things and stuff is right, in it right but it, you care about those new characters mm-hmm. you 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 grow to care about um johnny student and daniel students and uh the relationship they have with each other and right it's a new generation of Friday students, mm-hmm. and there's more than just Daniel and Johnny that you care about. It's, right. It's and see, in the in the first movie, yeah, you, you Bobby and Jimmy and Timmy, Tommy, Bobby, whatever, Billy, whatever, they're all there, uh-huh. but they don't they don't they're not characters. Right. These people are fleshed out. These people are you you care about these characters, and that's the strength of the show. Yeah. Is that you were really invested in it, and it, and it's also it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a lot of jokes about Johnny being stuck in the 80s and not accepting modern technology. Okay. Johnny discovering internet is an absolute beautiful scene in the show. Love it. Love it. Uh, and they just, it's just, it's so well played. And like, these are the guys that, like, these are the guys behind, like, like Harold and Kumar and Hot mm-hmm. Tub Time Machine. Like, you know, the fact that they're like, you know, they, 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 they are running a karate kid show, like, I remember hearing this. I remember telling Matt when this show was announced. Hey, they're right. they're doing a YouTube Red show. Called that's the thing Cobra too. Kai. Called Cobra Kai, right. and they're going to bring Machio and and Zabka back. And that sounds awful. Right. I watched it before he did. Right. I went to him and I begged him to watch the show. I said, Matt, you need to watch this. Yeah. We sat down. He said, I'll watch a couple. We watched the entire show in a day. Yeah, it was incredible. You got to have more. Like it's, yeah, it is a totally bingeable well done show like it's so easily digestible you know it, it, it's just so it and, in, and that's the thing too is these people that made this movie mm-hmm. or that made the show they care about it like they're fans right. like they talk about it, like they're like, this is our star wars man like we got together every week and we watched karate kid right like and the three is terrible four is terrible but we love them right we love these characters we love terry silver little payoffs little trip Tributes, things like that, like the fact they got the freaking shrine for the from the animated show, right, right, in in the in there, like they care about it, and it shows what people who care about a franchise mm-hmm. can do, right, and and how they can make something that's such a love letter, but such a its own thing, mm-hmm. and 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 like there's a reason that like anytime a franchise reboot gets brought up. People either say, oh, get the Cobra Kai guys, or do the Cobra Kai thing. Right, right. Because it's the perfect example. It's the perfect example of it. Of yeah. it all. 
For sure. It really well, is. I'll watch it. I will watch it. I promise mm, you. I don't believe you. But uh, I will watch it. Once you stop, man, you won't be able to stop. Once you start, you won't be able to stop. Once I stop, I won't be able to stop. Always I'm tired. Never stop, never stopping. It's been, it's been a I long know. day. It's been, it's been a long day for me, too. All right. Continuing on from the, uh, from the Cobra Kai. Yeah. Let's talk about a musical. Okay. Wow. Didn't think we were doing this. In January 2020, it was announced that a musical was in development based on the first film. The show was directed by Eamon Miyamoto, with the book being written by the film's original writer, Robert Mark Kamen. Jeez. Uh, oh, with no. Drew Gasparini as the lyricist and composer, and Kian and Mary Madrid as choreographers. Yeah. In 2022, the cast was revealed as Giovanni Sai as Mr. Miyagi, John Cardoza as Daniel LaRusso, Kate Baldwin as Lucille LaRusso, Alan H. Green as John Kreese, Jake Bentley Young as Johnny Lawrence, Jetta Horians as Allie Mills, and Luis Pablo Garcia as Freddie Fernandez. Uh, through my interviews... With uh, Robert Mark Heyman that I've watched, mm-hmm. um, he says that Freddie Fernandez is a much more extended role. Okay. Uh, in the musical, and he has even, even has his own song. Wow. It's very strange for the guy who leaves at the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah. The show made its world premiere in St. Louis in May and June of 2022, with intentions for the show to eventually transition to Broadway. Well, you know that there are some flying people in that show. <laughs> uh, it's interesting, right? What do you? How do you feel about um, these like? I feel like a Look, lot of movies are becoming musicals. Here's, I think it's a little cheap. I'm, I'm, but maybe it's because I'm a theater guy. Like you know, I kind of, I, f- I feel like it's a little cheap. It feels kind of like we don't have any ideas we want to invest in. So let's just pick a movie and write a musical around it. And I don't necessarily think it it needs it. Like you know, I know there's also uh, a Rocky musical now. Yeah. And there's this Karate Kid musical, and it's just... We're getting... There's Spongebob, there's Shrek. We're getting the Mean Girls musical movie now. There's a Mean Girls musical, and now it's the movie. movie, And it just... I don't know. It feels kind of a little cheap to me. I I wish more shows were, like, wholly original. Like, that's kind of what I like, is, like, the wholly original musicals. Um, You know, it's it's kind of cliche to say it, but I mean, like, something like Hamilton... Um, yeah. There's also another great show that I really liked uh, called Hades Town. That's yes, really cool. I've, I've seen a lot of that. That's a really cool show. Like I, I think wholly original ideas like that are way better instead of just going to a movie and saying, I don't know, just write some songs about the characters' intentions and it's the movie in musical form. I don't really love that, and I, yeah. it, it feels kind of like yeah, it's Back to the Future. There's Karate yeah, Kid. Yeah, it feels Rocky, like it feels like cheap yeah. entertainment. It feels like you're. It feels like cheap entertainment. It feels like oh. If you like the movie, uh, they sing some songs now. Yeah, I don't know. And it's to me, strange. To it's me, like, what are they gonna do? Chop it, grinding, chop it. Like, yeah, what are you, I, like, I don't know. It just, yeah, I don't know. That's my feeling on no. it. I don't know if you're into that, but no, I, I mean, I, I feel it's awkward. Like I watched the Shrek musical. one that was awful. Yeah, it was awful. And that's the problem. Some of them turn out to be really bad because there's. Nothing I want to see the Back to the Future one, but like, it's also kind of cringy to see like the problem when you have like a movie like this is that like. Mm-hmm. Mark, Michael J. Fox is Marty McFly. Yeah, Dan, Ralph Macchio is Daniel LaRusso. Pat right. Morita is is Mr. Miyagi. Sylvester Stallone is Rocky. You're so watching you're, these people do impressions kind of, of these people, cheap impressions of these, and people. it's like, what's the point? That's what I mean. It's not, and, not they, original and they characters. are trying to like take these minor characters like they do with Freddie Fernandez, right? Because I know in the Back to the Future uh, musical, Gordy Wilson, yeah. the mayor has like. Larger Suddenly, role, and it's like, yeah. 
it's like suddenly these these side characters get yeah. blown up in the musical and it's like why yeah why do they need yeah so no i'm not i'm not i'm not really about the movie the movie musical no in the theater it's world. very it's very strange yeah i don't very like strange. it uh, all right let's talk about video games all right uh the karate kid is a 1987 video game based on the first and second karate kid films wow the game was released on the nes and was published by ljn uh matt has told me that if ljn has published a video game it is terrible. Oh, good. Okay, um, cool. The game consists of four levels and is mostly a side-scroller with the exception of level one and bonus levels that feature the player to catch a fly with chopsticks and Daniel trying to kick a moving... Or it's do- like dodging the hook from the second movie. Oh, interesting. Uh, level one depicts Daniel competing in the All-Valley Tournament and the player must defeat four opponents to continue. <laughs> Jeez. Level two is set in Okinawa and sees Daniel fighting thugs as he advances through the level where he fights Chosen at the end. Level 3 is almost identical to level 2, except that it is set during the typhoon, oh. uh, which creates obstacles that Daniel must avoid, as well as the winds, making it harder for the player to move and jump. Mm. At the end of the level, you fight Chosen as you attempt to save the little girl on the tower. <laughs> uh, while it's not necessary to defeat Chosen, just save the girl. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, level 4 is set during the ending festival with tougher enemies, and at the end of the level, you fight Chosen. Not Chosen. Uh, next to Chosen is Kumiko. Who Daniel must make frequent frequent contact with, or she will fall to her death. Jesus Christ. Uh, At the end of the game, Mr. Miyagi's head appears, and a text bubble reads, You have successfully guided Daniel-san through all the challenges and become a martial arts master. Don't love that. I played this game quite a bit when I was younger. I had this on Nintendo. I thought it was fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't... Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's Thank hard. you. Thank you, Karate Kid. I never got that far. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, the Karate Kid Part 2, the computer game, <laughs> was released on the Atari Saint uh, Atari ST in 1986 and mm-hmm. an Amiga in 1987. It is a fighting game where Daniel LaRusso must fight various opponents in matches. The game features two bonus levels where Miyagi tries to catch a fly with chopsticks and Daniel breaks blocks of ice. Nice. The game has a two-player mode and received mixed to positive reviews. Break that ice. Break that ice. How many, how many can he get? Six. Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid Saga continues. is a 2020, 2020 side-scrolling beat-em-up game based on the show and was released on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and eventually Windows. Nice. It features the voices of Ralph Macchio, William Zabka, Jacob Bertrand, who portrays Hulk in the show, and Gianni DiCenzo, who portrays Dimitri. The story features Hawk and Dimitri in trouble in the principal's office, who wants to know the story behind the chaos happening in the valley. Hawk tells the Cobra Kai story, and Dimitri tells the Miyagi-Do story, with the player controlling various characters based on which dojo they are representing. Nice. You can choose which side you want to pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, the game is a true ending that sees John Kreese revealed to be behind everything, requiring Daniel and Johnny to team up to take Kreese down. Nice. Cool. Uh, the game features an entire original soundtrack from the composer of the series. Cool. That's pretty awesome. I played this a little bit. I didn't love it. Yeah. Usually, you, yeah, usually those... It, it sounds a little... Okay, cool. Yeah. Cobra Kai 2 Dojo's Rising Oh, is a 2022 game based on the show for Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series yeah. XS. Uh, in the game, you can select your dojo to represent as you choose from Miyagi-Do, Cobra Kai, and a third dojo I don't want to spoil... Okay. Watch the cool. show. Cool. Uh, the player represents and recruits for the dojo to cement the dojo's legacy in the valley. The game has a story mode as well as a chance to relieve moment to relive moments from the show and more. The game features twenty playable characters. Wow. 
Have you played this one? I have not played this one. Okay. Cobra Kai Card Fighter is a 2021 (laughs) mobile game for iOS and Android. It is part collectible card game and part turn-based fighter. Uh You choose to be either Miyagi-Do or Cobra Kai. The story follows the narrative of the show. What tournament mode allows players to face off against friends? Right. Not a fan of these uh, mobile card games? I don't like card games, um, especially when they're mobile. Like, I I like, uh, like more of a deck builder. The card games are always, I don't know. There's just, I, I don't I don't care for them. I don't care for them. There was a WWE card game on the mobile app I used to play, and mm-hmm. I, I lost it. I gave up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't stay up to date on that, you fall behind very, very quickly. That's the problem. You have to keep up with it. And yep. It's just like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Um, all right, let's talk about board games. Let's do it. A Monopoly. Yes. Do you believe there is a Monopoly for this franchise? No. No. no, there's no official credit no, like or Cobra yeah. Kai Monopoly game. Yeah, there's not enough like locations in the movie to even do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have no other board games for this. Uh, oh, great, great. Uh, books, books. Uh, the first four movies were novelized by B.B. Hiller. The novelization for the first film featured the deleted scene of Daniel and Johnny's lunch encounter. Uh, they in the first movie there's a deleted scene. Um, they reference in Cobra Kai actually where. Uh, I think um, something about a blueberry pie. Somebody puts a blueberry pie on somebody's seat and they move it or whatever. <laughs> so that that's uh, that's in um, the book. Nice. Uh, as well as the confrontation between Miyagi and Kreese after the tournament that was written for the first film and was featured in the opening of the second film. So nice. that scene is in the novel for the first film. Right. Uh, the Kick-Ass Book of Cobra Kai is a behind-the-scenes book written by Rachel Birch. It features never-before-seen photographs and illustrations as well as interviews with the cast. The creation of the book was part of the overall deal with between Netflix and Sony Pictures to promote Season 5. Yeah, love it. Waxing On, The Karate Kid and Me is a 2022 memoir written by Ralph Macchio oh. uh, in which he reflects on the making of and the legacy of the Karate Kid film and Cobra Kai. For a guy who used to hate it, he's really starting to milk it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he used to hate it, but now he's like, yeah, it's just, it can make I mean, some money. Look, let's, talk, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. Like, I understand it. Yeah, I, I really think his career was kind of derailed. For sure, for sure. Because maybe of it. he lost out on roles because everyone saw him as the karate as kid, Daniel Larusso. Yeah, but if you can make it work, you make it work. Yeah, right? and like I know, like too, like he said in interviews that like, and I remember them the Cobra guy to kind of go back to Cobra guy. Um, the creators have said like it was like they they got they knew um, Zabka because they did uh, mm-hmm. what they said they said when they. When the creators of Cobra Kai did Harold Kumar, yeah, they'd reached out to Zabka mm-hmm. to because they were big Karate Kid fans, right? To have a cameo in his movie in the movie about like a dream sequence where like Harold and Kumar would hit something with karate and he would right. like I think play Johnny Lawrence or be in like the gi again. Right, and right. Zabka said no. He turned it down. Yeah. Harold Kumar came out. It's a huge success. It's a really popular movie, and Zabka sees it and he becomes a fan, and he says, "I'm not turning down my chance to work with these guys anymore." Right. They make Hot Tub Time Machine, and you've seen Hot Tub Time Machine. I have. Zabka's in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes, he is. He's the guy they make a bet in, Mm -hmm. um, and his wife in the movie in Hot Tub Time Machine plays Johnny's ex in Cobra Kai, so it's it's funny. Oh, that's cool. Um, He's like the guy, like, I'll suck your d*** or something like that, like, if you uh, lose this bet or something like that. Yeah, so he signed the deal to do that, so he already has a relationship with Mm -hmm. these guys. So, like, they were going to do Cobra Kai, and they got, like, we got Zapka, like, he, he's in, or whatever. But Machio told his agent, like, don't even listen to right. anything Cobra that includes... Karate Kid pitches. That includes the words Karate Kid. 
Yeah. Don't even listen to it. Right. So it's like, how do you even get a hold of him? I think Zapka personally reached out to Macho and was like, you should listen to this. Right. And they ended up... And that, that sold And I'm getting them, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, they went to YouTube Red first before they eventually uh, found Netflix, which is the better option. Right, but like, you're also... <laughs> Netflix was different at that time. Before it wasn't they that got, different. Before they got Cobra Kai, though, I mean, YouTube was trying to do that thing, well, they the streaming said, service, the YouTube Red, and then it kind of was like, oh, we'll just get... I think they said the reason why they went to YouTube Red is because... They would be the big fish in the small pond. Right. With Netflix, they're just another Netflix show. But with so YouTube Red, they're like a flagship show. To me, it's the better option. Because yeah. it sets and, them and, up. And it worked out. And then it ends up becoming a popular Netflix show because yeah. they're the flagship on the show. And it does so well. And YouTube well. was like, we're not doing this anymore. Like The first two seasons were YouTube Red, and they right? And YouTube paid for them to make the third season. Wow. And the third like, season eh. was sat on for like two years. Wow! So, and then they went to Netflix with it. Yeah, nice. And they were, but they had to wait out the contracts and right. the Netflix, and then Netflix immediately greenlit like season four. Yeah, and all that stuff. And then yeah. five was greenlit shortly after four and then came six out. Six was green. We're yeah. still waiting on six. Yeah. Yeah. Once this actor strike is over, I think they're going to get right to it. Well, they were doing another show too, and they said like that is, that is a priority. Like the creators are like, we have this other show. We're still doing Cobra Kai, but like. We have to see this through, and then we're going to get back to Cobra Kai. Nice. So, cool. So, Illustrated Storybook. I meant to get this out. I actually have this over there. Uh, an Illustrated Storybook of the first film was released with illustrations by Kim Smith. The book tells the story of the first film with kid-friendly illustrations. Oh, cool. My brother bought it for my son. Oh, oh did he really? Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Comics. 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 Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid saga continues. Johnny Story. Is a four-issue <laughs> comic that was released from October 2019 to June 2020. As written by Denton J. Tipton, with art by Kagan Melode. Uh, it is set during the time of Cobra Kai and features Johnny telling his students the story of the first Cobra Kai, the first Karate Kid film, from his perspective, as well as showing other time periods in Johnny's life. Nice. The entire four-issue takes place at the All Valley Karate Tournament. The comics are considered not canon. Ah, uh, that's good. Probably for the better. Let's talk about the influence on pop culture. Okay. Uh, the band. Sweep the Leg Johnny chose their name from the iconic line in the film. Of course. In 2007, the band No More Kings released a music video for their song Sweep the Leg, directed by William Zapka. Oh, wow. And starring William Zapka and features Martin Cove, Ron Thomas, Rob Garrison, Tony O'Dell, Bobby, Tommy, Jimmy, and Ralph Macchio. Wow. All featured in the video. Cool. Uh, the video, and I'm guessing you have not seen this. No, I haven't. I have seen this. The video also features an appearance by Tennis Haskins, the principal from Saved oh, by the Bell. Nice. Okay. Uh, the video Weird. shows Johnny and his friends living in a trailer in the desert, still broken up about the tournament loss, uh, when Johnny becomes haunted by the No More Kings members and eventually faces off against one in the All-Valley Tournament until Johnny realizes that it was all a fantasy before getting hit by a car driven by Ralph Macchio. Oh, that's fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh, there are various versions of the video, with the longest version being over seven minutes long. Seven minutes. Uh, that's like a short film. Pat Johnson, the choreographer of the first movie, also the referee, yeah. also worked on the video. Hell the yeah. Choreography. Hell yeah. Uh, the video received 80,000 views in its first week, was featured on MySpace's most viewed lists, 
It was mentioned on VH1's Best Week Ever. That just shows you the power of Karate Kid. People love it. How I Met Your Mother. I do know of this. You ever watch you know much of the show, right? I didn't watch much of it, um, but I've seen episodes. It's fine. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. The Karate Kid became a recurring reference on the show How I Met Your Mother. Uh In the 15th episode of season 4, The Stinsons, Barney makes a reference to the Karate Kid and the hero of the movie, Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, In his mind, he believes Johnny Lawrence is the Karate Kid. Um, The joke is revisited in the 22nd episode of season 8, The Bro Mitzvah, Mm -hmm. where during Barney's bachelor party... He gets the chance to spend the night with Ralph Macchio, much to his chagrin. Oh, so nice. basically the joke is that they're trying to give Barney, uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character, right. his uh, bachelor party. And they're like, we know how much you love the Karate we Kid. We know how much you love but him. But he, he thinks Johnny is the hero of the Karate Kid. He loves right. Johnny. So like, here's the Karate Kid himself, Ralph Macchio. And Macchio walks on and uh, he's like absolutely miserable. He hates it. Yeah, yeah. Even though like... Mach- the version that Machio is playing of himself is essentially Barney. Like they're like both like, let's go get some cigars, let's go get some hookers or whatever. Like they're both playing like these right. like kind of dirtier, like dirty grungy yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, then the, 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 they basically reveal that the gimmick is they gave him the opposite of what he wanted. They gave him a terrible. The only way to surprise him was to give him a terrible bachelor party. Right. So they gave him like a clown and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end of the episode, they're like, yeah, we gave you everything you wanted, you know, on the list. We just gave you, like, the opposite of it. And he's like, yeah, but I, I, I still didn't get to meet the Karate Kid. And the clown f- starts taking off the outfit. And it's Zapka nice. the entire time in clown makeup. That's and awesome. And he's like, it's me, whatever. And it's oh, my God. Zapka went on to have a recurring role in the ninth and final season of the show. That's great. As himself. That's great. Why not? In 2010, Ralph Macchio appeared in a Funny or Die video entitled Wax On, Fuck Off. Yeah. Uh, where he I've plays seen this. himself as his family chastises him for his good guy persona and encourage him to take up a bad boy image, such as getting a drug addiction to help revitalize his career. Yeah, it's very good. It's very funny. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, Daniel is the real bully. In 2016, J. Matthew Turner released a YouTube video entitled The Karate Kid Daniel is the Real Bully. Uh, the video expanded on the idea from How I Met Your Mother and focused on how Johnny was antagonized by Daniel throughout the first film. The video has 15 million views and is credited for having an influence on the Cobra Kai storyline. Nice. That's the big thing. People are like, oh, Daniel was really the jerk. Johnny was innocent. It's like, eh, not really. Not really. That's not true. All right. Merchandise and toys. Cool. The franchise spawned lots of merch, including action figures, headbands, posters, t-shirts, and more. This also included a playset of the All Valley Tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Funko released a line of Funko Pops based on the first film that featured Daniel, Johnny, and Mr. Miyagi, and eventually also released a set based on Cobra Kai that featured an older Daniel and an older Johnny. Right. Funko also revived the classic action figure line from the 80s. There was also a crossover between Cobra Kai and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. With four two-packs of action figures made pairing a turtle up with a Cobra Kai character. Leonardo was paired with Miguel... Uh, Jola Mediduini's character. Raphael is paired with John Kreese. Michelangelo is paired with Daniel. And Donatello is paired with Johnny. Oh, that's fun. I like that. And finally, let's talk about the Miyagi-verse. Here we go. The creators of Cobra Kai have described the world the f- original films and show take place in as the Miyagi-verse. The Miyagi-verse includes characters and events of Karate Kid, the Karate Kid Part 2, the Karate Kid Part 3, and the next Karate Kid. Not considered part of the Miyagi-verse as the animated show and the 2010 remake. Jackie Chan is mentioned in the first season of the show, 
as an actor, and the creators have stated that in their universe, if the characters have seen a movie called The Karate Kid, it would have been the 2010 version. Nice. That's cool. Not much there. Not much. But uh, it's interesting how they're really kind of creating this little universe. And I know, I feel like the word universe... It's thrown around is, so much And nowadays. people really don't like it. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's interesting enough that uh, how they're doing it. I think it's, you know, a universe because... It works. Like, the next Karate Kid doesn't fit in with the other three. Right. But it's still part of the canon, right? It's there. All right. That's the extended franchise. Wow. We're through it. Cool. Let's talk about the future of the franchise. Let's do it. A couple interesting... I have some failed pitches here and stuff. Okay. In a 2020 interview, William Zabka revealed that in 2005, mm-hmm. Pat Morita pitched him an idea for a fifth Karate Kid movie. Oh, wow. Where Johnny Lawrence is now a doctor and is tasked with taking care of an elder and dying Mr. Miyagi. Oh, wow. During the early development of the film, Pat Morita passed away, causing the film to be abandoned. I kind of want to see that. It's an interesting it's idea, an isn't interesting it? interesting idea. It's a very Maybe like an angry idea. Johnny. Yeah. Having to care for him. Oh, that's really, really interesting. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I'm glad that we got Cobra Kai. Yeah. But that's an interesting idea. There's a, there's a fifth movie there where you're like, that's interesting. Oh, this is nuts. I forgot about this. Oh, my God. In 2022, uh-huh. Ralph Macchio revealed that in 2012, he was approached about a crossover between The Karate Kid and what other franchise do you think? Fast and Furious. The Rocky franchise. Oh, no. The film would have been directed by John G. Avelson. of course. And would have been, would have seen Daniel LaRusso's daughter and Rocky Balboa Jr. opening a dojo together. That sounds my glasses hitting the table because I couldn't believe what I just heard. Ralph Macchio and Milo Ventimiglia were pitched the idea that Macchio described as awful. Yeah. I bet it was. I bet he was sitting there like, are you kidding me? We're not doing this. That That's horrid. That's absolutely horrid. Um, no. No. I don't want that. And I never want to see it. Also, like, I know, like, Macho is like... Rocky Balboa Jr.? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, no. His, Rocky... Ro- the Rocky's son is Rocky. I know, but, like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not interested. It's weird because in in uh, Rocky Balboa, which is what two thousand six, yeah, Rocky Bo- Rocky Balboa Junior is an adult, mm-hmm. and in Cobra Kai now I know they wouldn't have to follow this. Machio's kid, Daniel's daughter, is seventeen. So how are you even going to make this work? I mean, I guess like Machio in real life is like in the sixties, right? But like. I don't know. That's weird. I'm not into that pitch. It's weird, I don't like right? that. I really don't. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's more than weird. That's very odd. I mean, I get. I get why I was pitched. Yeah, I, I get why I was similarity. Pitched. And I think but... that there is not a terrible like idea of making a connection there. Yeah, but that's not the way to do it. That's not the right connection. After Macho expressed his disinterest in the project, the movie entered development to hell uh, before both franchises eventually moved forward with Creed and Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> we got the be- we got the better deal. Uh, after the 2010 remake, a sequel was announced with Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan, and Taraji P. Henson returning with Breck Eisner, said the director. I don't know who that is. Mm. By 2014, the film had new writers and Eisner was no longer attached. By 2017, <laughs> Eisner was reattached. Ugh. But Chan said the script did not work and they would work on a new direction. 
Seven years later, they're still talking about that movie. They're still talking about this movie. In September of 2022, Sony announced a new film in the franchise, (laughs) describing it as, quote, the return of the original Karate Kid franchise. After this announcement, Cobra Kai creator John Horowitz announced that there was no connection between the new film and Cobra Kai, and that he and the other creators were not involved in the film in any way. Confusing the audiences... Because Cobra Kai is the original show, is the original movies, so how are you going to have the return of the original Karate Kid franchise when the original Karate Kid franchise is still active and none of the people involved in the show? Look, this is classic Sony bullshit, (laughs) right? Like, that's what this is. This is the classic Sony move where they get their hands in one little aspect of it and then they just ride it out to make as much money as they can off of it. And the movies are mediocre at best, yeah. but they just keep making money off of it. That's the they thing will, is, like, they will they will suck it dry. Oh, these people! We didn't support these people. Yeah. We didn't support this pitch. We didn't give them a a home. Right. And Sony doesn't have a streaming service, but we didn't give them a home right. to for this. We didn't help them find a home for this. These no. guys went above and beyond on their own. Right. They got. By the way, they got the rights. Like that's another thing about Cobra Kai. I wanted to say is that. Cobra Kai is on Cobra Kai credited as an executive producer is Will Smith. Yeah. Clearly has no involvement in the show. Right, right. But because he bought the fucking rights to the to the yeah. film, he's now an executive producer. They think they said that like the guy in charge of it was like Jada's brother and they had to get like permission from him to like get the rights. Dude. And he loved he loved the pitch. And that's how they got the Cobra Kai rights. <laughs> Thank God for Jada's brother. <laughs> Thank God they pitched Jada Pinkett's brother. And he was like, I love this. I'm in. He's like, you got it. I'm going to call Will up. <laughs> I'm going to call Will now. The rights are yours. That's so funny. But yeah, like, oh, like these people, they went above and beyond. And they got the rights and they did all this stuff and they found a home and they made this work. This idea that everybody said was going to be complete yeah. pointless. What are we doing? And you made it work. We're gonna ride. We're gonna ride. We're gonna ride that. We're gonna jump on that. We're gonna ride that. Yeah. We're gonna milk that cow. We're gonna beat that horse. Right. Until it can't be beaten anymore. Until that horse is dead. Yeah. It's like, what are you? What are you doing? Like that's, that's Sony, man. That's the Sony way. In May, you know, we we, we get an idea of what they're thinking because in May of 2023, it was reported that Jackie Chan is in talks to join the new movie, but is not confirmed if he's reprising his role of Mr. Han for the 2010 remake. Or playing a new character altogether. Why not just do a whole new character? Why the f*** not at this point? Uh, I, I quote, The return of the original Karate Kid franchise. <laughs> the 2010 remake is not the original, it's not the original. Karate Kid franchise. Does Sony know that? Who knows? Who I don't knows? understand that. Uh, the film currently has a release date of June 7th, 2024. It's not going to make that release date. We're no, because there's no script. There's, there's no, no script. There's nothing. There's we're no not director. Gonna, we're not going to no... see. We're not going to see that. I guarantee it's going to fall through again. There's no way. We're not going to see. Because people that were next like, year. "Oh, are they going to? Are the Cobra Kai people going to get a movie? Are they going to end? Are they going to do a season <laughs> six? June and a movie? Seventh, twenty twenty four. It's November twenty twenty three. There's no script. What do you? What do you? When are you going to shoot this movie? <laughs> You're going to shoot this in, what, like two months and have a turnaround? Like, what are you talking about? June 2024? That's insane. Well, I think that date was picked before all the strikes and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not going to make that date. That's probably for the best, though. It's very, very strange. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I bet they call it the Karate Kid Part 2 as well. 
God. Do they the karate there, the karate kid part two twenty twenty four? Is there any chance, any chance in hell, they get Jaden back? I don't even think he's interested. I don't even think he would want to come back. He comes back and he's like, "Why are we here in this space, on this earth as human citizens?" Yeah, yeah it was. We bleed blood. We and bleed our heart blood pumps. and our heart pumps. If he, came back, if he came back, maybe it's a cameo. The um, juices of our skulls. The juices of our skulls. But here's the helps thing. Helps us see the world around us. <laughs> That's some crazy <laughs> you just said. Um, here's the thing. We don't even know if Jackie Chan is playing Mr. Han. So can you get Jaden back? Because we don't even know if it's the same world yet. So could you imagine if they cast Jackie Chan again as the Miyagi character but a different character? You can find another Asian guy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. That's true. Maybe you get Tony Leung this time. I mean, and there's anybody, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, just Jackie. We want Jackie. Um, What, what about um John Chu? John Chu, sure. Or, or John Chow, Chow, whatever. How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Um, well, something like that. Or Simu Liu, or I don't know. Nah, there's Jackie other people Chan. like... Jackie Chan. Yeah. Jackie Chan. Karate Kid Part 2 2024. Coming soon. But it's also a reboot. But it's also a reboot. It's different. It's the original Karate Kid. <laughs> what is... What is <laughs> if they reboot the sequel, what do they do? Go to America? I don't know. I don't know. Instead, they can't go to Okinawa. They're, they're, you know, what I know. They I know. I don't want to see it. I don't, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in Hey, America. Mr. Han, we're going to go visit America. See how great it is. Yeah. Maybe, I, yeah. it's, maybe it goes back in time. It's June the, 6, 2021. Of it's those, Washington, D.C. <laughs> you mean January 6th? Yeah, I don't know. I'm tired. Um, of those pitches, the best one's the, the Johnny one, right? The doctor the, the, one. The best one's the Johnny one. Yeah, the doctor one. I would want to see a fifth Karate Kid movie with that being the deal. Yeah. Um, especially if that was a... Because that's Miyagi-verse. I'm in. I want to see it. Um, but I'm also interested in the January 6, 2021... Karate Kid Part 2 2024 reboot. We're going to DC! <laughs> We're going to DC! We should land on January 6, 2021! <laughs> it's Jackie Chan fighting his way through rioters. <laughs> kicking the shit out of people. Oh, I watched that movie! Just put some, he puts that guy through Nancy Pelosi's table. <laughs> he had his feet up on the desk. <laughs> All right, the guy what? who had that like boar skin on, he like kicks him through the, the gallows. Yeah, people are holding like the the flagpoles. He like takes the flagpole, yeah, takes a flagpole, knocks him out, kicks somebody through the gallows. <laughs> gallows. <laughs> There's gallows. There was gallows. Oh right. man, what do you want to see in the future? I want to see the January 6th, 2021 Karate Kid Part Two. 2024 reboot. That's what I want. Yeah, sure. sure <laughs> no, no, okay. Seriously, though. I want this actor strike to end so we get Cobra Kai season six. Yeah. Because I want to see what they're going to do in the yeah, final and season. And wrap it up. And I want to see Julie come back. Yeah. In, in season six. That's, That's it, yes. It's I, the last. The only thing that needs to be accomplished now is Julie returning. That's yeah. all you need. We don't need any other character from that movie. You just need Julie and you're good. Yeah. If they got Elizabeth Shue, like, come on, come, come on. Like, Hillary Swank can do an episode. Yeah. Get Hillary Swank for an episode or two. I'm cool with that. That's yeah. perfect. I did see, like, a lot of people, like, fan 
theory about like how they would do it. Like they're setting up this like big global tournament in the last season. Yeah. So like someone is like, what if what if Daniel brings his team and he tries to enlist Miyagi Do only to find out that there's another Miyagi Do entered in the tournament. Yeah. And it's her. Well, I think the creators, uh, the the guys behind the show are are very aware that people, the fans, want to see Hillary Swank in the show at some point. And I can't imagine they're going to end the show without at least getting her for an episode There's or two. There's definitely a scene. I know Matt and I told you talked to you about this before. There's definitely a scene that seems like they had written it maybe with her in mind. Yeah, you said the and they uh, couldn't. There's a scene at the end of at the end of season four. You you talked about this. Yeah, you said he was like saying you're the only one who knows the karate he's, yeah, and it's well, chosen. Yeah, well, Daniel's talking to Miyagi's grave or yes. is that Miyagi's grave? And he's talking to somebody off screen, and the way it's shot. It's like this big reveal. Yeah. And they show Chosen. And Chosen's great. And he dominates season five. Mm-hmm. He's the best character of season five. But it's like almost like, did they write that with her in mind? Like, because he's like, you're the only one that knows Miyagi do karate the way I do or whatever. And say, like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, it's got to be her. And it's not. But it's it makes, I mean, Chosen knows Miyagi do karate because yeah. Sato learned it and he taught him. Right. So it, it makes works sense. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I hope All they right. get Julie for season six. That's what I really want. All right. Let's talk about the, the franchise overall. Okay. Uh, what are your overall opinions on this franchise? I think this is a franchise that starts out very, it like, literally has an iconic film as its starting point. And then I think it just kind of goes downhill as it goes on almost every Um, film gets worse almost every film gets worse and it's kind of one of the it's kind of the question of did this need to be a franchise and i i don't necessarily think it did i mean we made an argument during part two that you probably could have just stopped after part two yeah and you 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 would have been fine so yeah i kind of feel like it's just this it's it's this move it's this franchise that starts with this iconic film and then it just kind of keeps exploring the story that doesn't necessarily need to be explored, you know? Yeah. And we kind of get what we get. So, yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it overall. I like it. I like the Miyagi stuff, but, like, I don't know if this needs to really be a franchise. And I yeah. don't really walk away from it feeling like, oh, I want more, you know? There was no point where I walked away from one of these movies and said, I want another one. The, the, the franchise is salvaged. Yes. By Cobra Kai. And yes. that's not a movie, and it will not be included in my rank, but it does impact the franchise overall. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the franchise overall. Like, we're talking about this entire franchise, and the franchise is more than the movies. Yes. So I think that that if Cobra Kai, did, if Cobra Kai didn't exist, yeah. this franchise would be looked at as less. Yes. But I think Cobra Kai has breathed such a breath of fresh air. There are literally... Some of the people I watched that were interviewing Robert Mark Kamen on YouTube were like 18 years old or 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I I discovered this franchise through Cobra Kai. Right. I, I watched the show, fell in love with it, and then went back to the movie. Right. So like, it's giving people, especially younger people, more of a chance because it is very well balanced between the older cast and younger cast. Right, right. But as like the movies overall, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an absolutely an iconic you know, 80s movie, right? Yeah. It's a top-tier, iconic 80s movie. Right. That, you know, like, it, the franchise, it does fall off. Yeah. It does. It does. I, I really like 2. I think two's underrated. But, like, right. 3 is goofy nonsense. And mm-hmm. there's entertainment value in everything. I don't think there's a... I don't think there's a... The, the most dull Karate Kid movie is the remake. Yeah. But it's not as strong. And it, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. 
um, to, to kind of watch it die this slow death. But I'm glad they got their defibrillator out and they got it back up and running. Yeah, there you Con. go. Thank God for Cobra Kai. Uh, and you answered our question now, but does this need to be a franchise? No, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I am glad it is. Yeah. Again, because I think what of I, I keep saying it, but what Cobra Kai does. Yes. It would work without every piece. The re- remake you can get rid of. Uh, but the four original movies, it doesn't work without those. So I'm glad by that standard we got it. Yeah. Uh, but as a film franchise on its own, no, we don't We don't need four films. Nice. What are the highest and lowest moments of the series for you? Uh, first movie is a high. I would even say the second movie is a high. Pat Miyagi, Morita. Pat Morita is a high. Ralph Macchio. Um, Jackie Chan? Yeah, I'll give it to Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's a high, Jane too. Smith. No, no, uh, not so much so. Not Scientologist Jada Pinkett. No, no, I cannot give her cannot give her props. Um, other, I, I guess, other highs. Just I guess like the early writing by Robert Mark Kamen mm-hmm. was really strong. But it's funny because it kind of goes into lows because he's also yeah yeah the, the later writing the, but... the later when you go into lows it's like you know the later stuff is bad and that's no good. And you can kind of say the same about Alvinson too. It kind of gets worse. Like it's it's strong to start. They're highs, but then the low is the later movies. So, uh, and lows are just you know. Oh, and another high of Terry Silver. Oh my God, Terry, Terry Silver. John Cleese, um, Terry Silver. John Cleese, yeah. Terry Silver. Johnny um, Lawrence. Lows though. Uh, next Karate Kid. The Karate Kid reboot in general, and Jaden Smith and all of that, and Part Three story. Yeah, I would say. No, I agree. I basically agree with all that. Yeah. Right. Who was the standout performer in this franchise? It's Pat Morita. It's Pat Morita. It's Pat Morita. Yeah. yeah. It got him a. It got him an Oscar nomination. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm sure some people would make this argument for Ralph Macchio, but for me, Pat Morita appears in four films, more than anyone, and pretty much is great in all of them. So yeah, Pat Morita. What is the legacy of this franchise? <laughs> 80s excess. This feeling of like continuing something that doesn't need to necessarily keep going. Money grab a little bit. Money grab. It's like, it's a cash cow. <coughs> it was like, oh, this first one was really good. Well, let's keep going. Oh, we got part two. That that made a lot of money. Yeah. Let's keep going. Oh, part three. Oh, it hasn't done really well. Hmm, okay, it's been five years. Let's do another one. The next Karate Kid. It just kind of keeps going. And it doesn't need to keep going. Yeah. And it's kind of this franchise that should have stopped after the second movie, probably. But it just kind of kept going. And it, it didn't need to. It really didn't need to. And um, I think it's because of that 80s excess. I think it's because of, like, we just want to keep churning out the same movie over and over again to see how much money we can make. You know, arguably, one and two are not the same movie. But one and three are. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, what's, what's the point of three? It's the same exact thing. So... I think it is kind of this excess feel of this franchise to just kind of a money grab. And again, I'm glad, like you said, we get Cobra Kai and all that, but it, it is a money grab at the end of the day. I think, too, there is um, this franchise is kind of a leading example of the benefits and the disadvantages of nostalgia. Yeah. I think that the franchise benefits or it, it, it is hurt by nostalgia Yeah, with that reboot. Right, right, and, and and I think again we talk about it on the episode, but I think the reboot is less about oh hey the Karate Kid, let's give that back to the audience, and right. more of like oh hey this is something that we could be a vehicle for Jaden, 
Yeah. And I think that is a problem in its, of itself. Yeah, yeah. But this idea of, like, I don't think they should be... There are certain movies that they don't need to touch mm-hmm. that, like, still work. Right. And certain elements might be outdated or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, they still work. I think you can show The Karate Kid 1984 yeah. to a child today or, you know, eight, nine, whatever, right? right. Like, an older, you know, kids sure, aren't sure, going sure. to have the attention span for it. But an older kid, teen, early teen, whatever. And I think they, they might really still connect with it. I think there's a universal language about kind of being an outsider and being mm-hmm. a bully that I think people can connect with. And I think that rebooting it, trying to make it hip and cool with a skateboard and yeah. whatever, it's like yeah. you don't... If your reboot has a skateboard in it, you're doing something wrong. All right. Like, yeah, it's the disadvantages of, like, we're trying to ride the nostalgia. Again, the whole joke in the Karate Kid reboot of the chopsticks into the fly swatter. Yeah. That's not a joke. Right. That's a reference to the original. You need to know the original to know what what's funny about that. Right. And it's trying to be nostalgic. The people, hey, do you remember the Karate Kid? Do you remember the Karate Kid? You love the Karate Kid. You remember this. But then there's the benefit of it mm-hmm. that Cobra Kai is, here is... This continuation of this story. Right. Here is these characters that you know. Right. Here's these characters you don't know. And you fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. And you're just as engaged in their story as you are in the story of Johnny or Daniel. And it is the little things. Here's a little, you know, it's new story, new story, new story. Here's a little location from the first movie. New story, new story. Here's here's an old, here's, here's an old skeleton Halloween costume. New story, new story, new story. Here's this reference. Yeah. Like, they build up that they still haven't, in five seasons of the show, they still haven't used You're the Best Around yeah. on the show. Because it's like the ultimate trump card. They're waiting to play it. Right. And it's like these guys are a master at manipulating and dropping nostalgia. Because it's not, oh, this whole show is just nostalgia and it has no purpose other than nostalgia. It's, no, we are telling a story that we want to tell... And taking these characters on a journey that they need to go on mm-hmm. after kind of the shit fest that some of them were left in yeah. or the obscurity that some of them were left on. And like, you're going to get your songs and your locations and your wax on, wax offs and your, you know, no be theirs and stuff like that. But you're going to earn it. Sure. And that's, that's the, to me, the legacy is like kind of this nostalgia of it all, I think. Yeah. That's a great. And I think I think everybody. That's the thing is when Cobra Kai came out, everybody started chasing this again. Right. You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. That's a great take. Where does this rank on the Bill and Ted scale? Is this most excellent or totally bogus? This might be totally bogus. I am going to go with the most excellent. Why? Because I think that the good outweighs the bad. Okay. I think that the first two movies outweigh the three bad ones. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think three is. Kind of in the middle. Sure. It's a, ba- it's a bad movie. But it's also a perfectly f- enjoyable bad movie. Right. I'm not in torture watching That's three. That's true. Terry Silver is very... It's, enter- it's yeah. entertaining. It's entertaining. You're you right. You're I mean? right. You're right. So I, yeah. I do think that there is more... And then the trump card of Cobra Kai. You know? You've really sold Cobra Kai on this retrospective, man. It's it's a trump card. Yeah, you know? it is. It is. So I I, I think I, I get it. I'm not, if you want to go to the books, I would not be offended. But to me, I well, say it's, it's most excellent. Yeah, cool. All right, 
you know, we've been talking franchise star. If you could pick anybody to feature oh, in another, in Cobra Kai or another Karate Kid movie or anything like that, who would you pick? What would you do? I, it feels like they pull so much from the world anyway. So, like, who do you even add at this point? It's just, like, the world is already thriving with the characters they have. It's like, I don't really want to add anybody because I think they have all the weapons they need. Um, I, I don't know. Let's I, say let's say this. Let's say that this yeah. movie, this this original, going back to the original movie that, they, that they're teasing, yeah. doesn't have Jackie Chan in it. It is, a, it is another remake, reboot, whatever. Okay. Who would you pick? To, to be in it. Is there anybody you think that could stand out? Jet Li. I think Jet Li would be a good choice. Yeah. He's kind of like one of those, like, I, I think he's more, like, modern. He's, like, more yeah. of, like, a modern uh, uh, deal with, like, the action stuff. And um, I think it would also give him a, a vehicle to showcase his dramatic side. I would pick, going off of the Merida aspect of it all, yeah. I'm going to go with somebody more comedic. Okay. I'm going to go Randall Park. That's interesting. Yeah. Is he Is the it? right age? No, maybe not. Right, but like it, at, at 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 a good age, right? Yeah, he could do it. I think he I could, could do it. it. He could definitely do it because I think it'd be interesting. Or maybe you'd do a younger Mr. Miyagi. I don't know. What about your boy from uh, Kim's Convenience, the dad? Oh, oh, Paul, Paul, Paul Sum Lee. I think his name is. He would be a great oh, Miyagi. Oh my god, yeah, he would be. What about him? Yeah, he, dude. You know what? I'm changing. That's what I want. He'd be. He would be a really. That's, I'm going that direction. Yeah, that's what I want. Cause, and he'd be different because he's bigger. Yeah. So you're not thinking like, oh, this guy's a chronic. And he's the, he's the right age. Yeah. He's the right age. He's got his own look. By the way, they use him in Ahsoka. I know. He, he comes heard, back in Ahsoka. The, the man is all over the Star and Wars he's, universe and he's, right in, uh, he's in uh, Avatar. He's going to be in Avatar. Which one? Uh, the, the, the show. Uh, the Last Airbender. Oh, the show. Okay. Yes. Yes, he is. I'm going with him. That's who I'm picking. That's a good idea because I like the throwing the... You see him, you don't think he's a karate expert or kung fu or yeah. whatever you want to do. You would never buy it, and then no. you say, "Yeah, that's what I'm going." And with. that, that, yeah, I, I like, and then he can get the comedic. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I, I have some trivia for you, my friend. Oh boy, it's late for trivia. I know, Let's I know. Do it. We'll, we'll it. get to this quick. Uh, trivia. Mm-hmm. One, one of these is really hard. Uh, what is the date of the All Valley Under 18 tournament in the first Karate Kid? The date? Uh, I don't remember. Can you give me the month? It happens in. Because it's a six-month time jump. Is it December? Yes, it's December. This you don't need the date. It's fine. It's December 19th, okay. 1984. Cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it's the six-month time jump. Great. Uh, in Karate Kid Part 2, name one. It's Christmas. Yeah, it is. Not a lot of Christmas stuff going on in that movie. <laughs> now that we think about it. In Karate Kid Part 2, name one type of business Sato owns besides a karate dojo. <laughs> <laughs> believe there's uh, an escort service. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Uh, in the Karate Kid Part 3, where is Jessica Andrews originally from? Oh, man. Um, God, I don't remember. Uh, she is from Chicago? Ohio. Ohio. Uh, in the next Karate Kid, Miyagi says that he will borrow a black belt from who next time he sees him? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Julie uh, says, this person has a black belt. And he says, Miyagi borrow from next time he sees him. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. It is Elvis. Elvis, yes. And the Karate Kid 2010, what is the name of the technique that Han uses to heal Dre? Oh, uh, it's the, the hot lanterns, but I, I don't know what the technique is Fire cupping. Fire cupping, okay. All right, we're going to move on to film rankings, my friend. All right, let's do it. Uh, you got an F on that trivia, by the way. That's fine. I'm um, tired. I don't care. 
film rankings. We have five films. Yeah. Let's uh, we're gonna slide this in there. Finish this off. Yes. Uh, let's rank these films. So number five, the next Karate Kid. Uh, number four, the Karate Kid Part Three. Number three, the Karate Kid Twenty Ten. Uh, number two, the Karate Kid Part Two. And number one, the Karate Kid. Very good. Easy enough. All right. Now franchise rankings. We have rank these franchises. Yeah. This is franchise number twenty. Yeah. This will be the last time. You have to read them all off. I read a, this whole list off. Yeah. Next month, we'll have the brackets. I'm, I might just do next month because we'll just do it next year. We might just start it next year. Next year is going to be so chaotic, though. I know. I, well, yeah, I, know. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. All right. So we have we have 19 films so far. Yes. I like this. Franchises. Yeah, 19 franchises so far, yes. I like this idea that we've been doing of kind of like, let me know. I'll read them off. You let me know about where, where? we should sure, go. Sure, sure. Uh, 19, Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18, Fifty Shades of Grey. 17, Pitch Perfect. 16, Home Alone. 15, Night at the Museum. 14, Leprechaun. 13, Austin Powers. Stop. 12 is The Matrix. Sure. So my problem with this is, is that it's besides the first one. Besides the first and, and, the and second kind one. of the second one, there's three kind of mediocre I to get bad it. movies. I get it. And... Ah uh, man, I don't I don't know if this cracks top ten. I really don't think it does. I don't think for me it doesn't. Well, I don't twelve think... is the Matrix and eleven is Ghostbusters. Hmm. I wouldn't put this over Ghostbusters. Okay, I get it. I definitely wouldn't put this over Ghostbusters. Do you and, I'm, to... and I'm actively not a big huge fan. Do you want to put it over the Matrix? It'd be kind of wild to just be like, oh yeah, it's better than all of the action that the Matrix. Well, does. I get it. I'm, I'm not gonna. I think it's better than Austin Powers for sure. It's definitely better than Austin Powers. I think I would stop there. I think I would go better than Austin Powers, right. but just under the Matrix. So then this will be this will be thirteen. The Karate Kid will be thirteen. Yes. All right. So then our twenty ranked franchises. We have twenty Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. nineteen Fifty Shades, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, eighteen Pitch Perfect, seventeen Home Alone, sixteen Night at the Museum, fifteen Leprechaun, fourteen Austin Powers, thirteen The Karate Kid. 12, The Matrix, 11, Ghostbusters, 10, The Terminator, 9, Pirates of the Caribbean, 8, Shrek, 7, Bill and Ted, 6, The Before Trilogy, 5, Scream, 4, The Fast and the Furious, 3, MCU Phase 1, 2, Harry Potter, 1, Batman. There you go. All right, we have our number one movies. Yes. We're going to take The Karate Kid. Yeah. We're going to pull it out. That's our number one movie. That's our number one movie. We're going to rank it here. Another first movie in the franchise. Another first movie. We're, we're building up the first movies a little building bit. Up, building them up. Building them up. Okay, we'll do the same technique here. I think okay. this will fare better. This will fare better here, yes. Yeah. yes. Um, all right, so we have 19 number one movies so far. Mm-hmm. 19, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. 18, Fifty Shades Free. Mm-hmm. 17, Pitch Perfect. 16, Leprechaun 3. 15, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. 14, The Matrix. 13, Night at the Museum, Battle of Smithsonian. 12, Ghostbusters. I'm going to say stop. Okay. What's 11. 11 is Home Alone. I don't know if I can go above Home Alone. What do you think? Where are you leaning right now? Do you go over Home Alone? I'd put it in the top 10. At like number 10. At, no, like number 10. Okay. Which 10 the... is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. So that knocks Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey I mean, to I don't know. I'm debating. Do you think it's better than Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? I mean, I, 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 to me, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's true. You're a bigger fan of the movie. I'll go for it. Yeah. Let's do that. Do it. Some people are not going to like where the Matrix falls and all this. I don't know who that could be. All right. So now we have 20 number one movies. Yeah. 
Alright, let's read these. 20, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. 19, 50 Shades Freed. Sorry, buddy. You're good. 18, Pitch Perfect. 17, Leprechaun 3. 16, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. 15, The Matrix. 14, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. 13, Ghostbusters. 12, Home Alone. 11, Bill and Ted, Bogus Journey. Uh, 10, The Karate Kid. 9, Terminator 2. 8, Before Sunset. 7, Dead Man, Fire the Gibbon, Dead Man's Chest. 6, Shrek 2. 5, Iron Man 4. We really like Shrek. <laughs> 4, Prisoner of Azkaban. 3, Scream 2. 2, Fast 5. And 1, The Dark Knight. Nice. I think those are fair rankings. These are good rankings. I like fair them. Rankings? Yeah, I like them. Guess what, my friend? I think it's time for an announcement. I have an announcement. It's time for that announcement. You know what that time of the year is? Well, I think we're going into the holiday season. So, as you know, we're running through the holiday franchises for their... <laughs> Uh, a little bit uh, to, to appease you, you know, we're getting there. I know you're going to keep pulling them out of your ass as long as you can. But hey, 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 we'll see what happens we'll next year. We'll see what happens next year. <laughs> um, uh, but for December, for the holiday season coming up, we're going very holiday. Someone say we're putting the Christ back in Christmas. Someone say we're putting the Christ back in Christmas. Um, we will be doing the Santa Claus. Yes, the Tim Allen led. We're going to sell out everybody that. We're going to sell. <laughs> that was about the drug deal. We're selling on everybody. We're selling them all out because we want a movie career. <laughs> we want to be successful comedians and we want to get a movie career. So we're going to sell them all out and start going. <laughs> um, we're going to be men. Yeah, Next week we're going to be men. Real we're men. Gonna be, we're going to be real men. <laughs> look, I am... Uh, the Santa Claus will be fun. It's gonna be look. It's our end of year franchise. This is the it's one. It's only two weeks. It's only we're doing. We're three weeks. Three weeks with the we're, retrospective. Yeah, we're doing yeah. The two and three together. We should say that here. Yeah, we're doing Santa Claus, Santa Claus two, Santa Claus three, the Escape Clause, and that's it. But we're gonna combine two and three because it makes sense to do so because they're both not great. But also, it works better for our schedule. Yeah, but also, <laughs> we're trying to get done by the end of the year. We're trying to get done by the end of the year. It works better for the schedule. But also. I think it's fair to combine those two. They're not, there's nothing to talk no. about there. They're going to be, it's going to be a quick episode, I think, there. But I will say very quickly, because we usually just talk a little bit on the new franchises. The first movie, to me, is uh, kind of a holiday classic. I remember kind of, it kind being... of in the vein of like Home Alone and all of that, yeah. like we did earlier. Like to me, the first one is a holiday classic. I know. I kind of find myself watching it every year. No. I think yeah. it has earned the status of holiday classic. I, I remember like, thinking when it came out like or you know seeing it i guess a couple years after it came mm-hmm. out or whenever um because we were young but like just having ingrained in my mind that this was like a, a very famous very popular very successful holiday movie yeah. yeah and then they started making sequels and i was like wait what yeah like it's kind of crazy that there are three of these movies but i think you know i not to get into it but i i do i think the first one is just it's it's such a good idea for a movie, yeah, you know, well, it's yeah. a really good idea for a movie, and I think the first Santa I, Claus I, goes down, and I've, you know, I've seen all three of these movies as well. I've seen all three, and look, it's just it's going to be kind of a Karate Kid case where I think we're going to kind of be like, ah, it's you know, it kind of gets worse and worse I've every seen week, and one, of course now we're living in a world where the show exists. Yeah, well, I've seen I've seen one, I've seen parts of two as, and three, I've seen the show. Yeah, and I will, and uh, we now live in a world. Where season two is coming. Uh, coming by the time it's out, by, it's out. Yeah, it's out at this point. I think. 
We've kind of already dated ourselves early in the episode. I think, I'm pretty sure, I didn't see when it's, it... It's out, when this releases, it will already be out. Right, because cool. it's a November 6th release date. Oh, all right. So it will definitely be out by the time we release this episode, but two seasons of the show but like i think i really like the first movie i still really like it i think it's a great yeah. i think it's a great movie and that'll be a fun conversation yeah. two and three maybe not so much but the Look, first one will be we're gonna keep teasing it i'm more excited for what we're doing yes. next year when we get to the, as... when we get to the retrospective of the santa claus uh we will have that announcement for next year i know we keep saying it we keep saying it's going to be chaotic it will be it will be. I promise you. It's it gonna will be a be. lot of work. Um, we got it. It's gonna be a lot of work, but we got it. Um, it's go. It's it's going to be chaotic. But you know, we we have a couple weeks to kind of just, you know, cruise the Santa Claus movies. Enjoy the holiday season. Also, keep an eye out. Fast X, baby. Fast, Fast X. X baby. We might as well announce that. Well, um, I think it'll be out at this point. Yeah, we'll be out at this point, I guess. But we are going to... Uh, I'm still going to say it. Yeah, we're doing Fast X, baby. Fast X, baby. And we're I gonna can't try, wait. We're also going to try to get done... We're going to try to catch up on everything we missed. I think it's really Puss in Boots and the Last Wish. And then the museum, uh, Common Rise. Common Rise rises again. again. I had to watch that I, that's, again. I think that's it for this year. I think that's all we had to do. Yeah. Because yeah. we did Scream 6 yeah. and during Spooktober, so yeah. we're caught up on that. Yep. So I think we're good. I think it's literally just Fast X and then yeah. Pussy Nothing Boots else and, is Nothing else has come out. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're good. So we're going to try to catch up on all that this year by the end of the year. So we'll have kind of those episodes drop. Yeah. We can only we can, do so much. We can only do so much. We can so only much. do so much. But we'll try to have those episodes out and drop them. But regardless, Santa Claus coming soon and big announcement during that retrospective. Of what we're doing next year, um, and we're gonna find we're gonna find out what we're doing next year, and we're gonna actually find <laughs> out what we're doing next year. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll I'll take that. I'll take that. We'll that then, though. But we got a couple weeks to kind of just chill and watch some Santa Claus movies. I can't wait. Yeah, um, it'll be good. Closing thoughts on Karate Kid. Uh, look, it's I I know I keep kind of saying like, oh, the franchise isn't you know that great. It the first film, yes, is iconic. But look, this, I think Cobra Cry, like you have kept saying, has completely revitalized this franchise. I think more than ever, people know Karate Kid. And they know the story of Karate Kid. Yeah. I think we live in a world now where it's it's kind of just known. Yeah. And I don't think that was the case before. I don't think everybody knew the Karate Kid before. But I think because of yeah. the show, it now is this revitalized franchise. It kind of, you know, post post the 80s it's now i think kind of one of the biggest franchises on the planet and it's because of this show and i think it has kind of gotten its own juice i think it's made its own way and i think all these years later it's now being reappraised and it's now kind of created its own path and kind of become the franchise it wanted to be yeah so I, i think maybe that's the really where we're at i think that's where we're at and you know, I'm excited for that sixth season of Cobra Kai. I'm good. I, I swear I will catch up on the show by then. But I just think it's 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 become the franchise it always wanted to be. I, I mean, think is the important thing here. I can't t- like Cobra Kai to me, and that's why I wanted to have my brother on for at least some of these. I'm glad he was able yeah. to come on. It's such a special thing to me because we get to like sit down together and like we like destroy that show. Like yeah. the last time it came out, and and the the beauty of it too is that like the last couple. Season three and season four came out. One came out on December thirty first, and one came out on January first. Yeah, and they were such a great time to release that. Yeah, because you're you know end of the year, beginning of the new year, just like just destroying everything. Yeah, like, you know you you have time to just destroy 
that you know you're home, your 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 vacation's ending, you're getting yeah. ready to get back, back to work. That's the perfect time for it. Right. The fifth season, I believe, dropped in like September. I believe. Right. I believe it was not long before my son was born. It was September. Yeah, it was. And, it was kind of a surprise yeah, thing, though. And. Uh, well, yeah, well, that was Netflix panicking because they were going to yeah. release in December and Netflix. We need the subscribers for that era yeah. or that, that September. section. Drop so, it, drop it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was like September 27th. Something like that. It was like right before my son was born. Yeah. And I literally stayed up to, up to 2 o'clock in the morning with my brother. Yeah. And we just were like, let's just do it. We were like, oh, we'll do a couple. Nope, we did the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I got home at like 2.15 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning. My, my, my wife was like, you've been watching Cobra Kai this entire time? And I was like, well! <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then my my son was born doing a karate kick. Yes. No, it, it, there is something special to me about that. And mm-hmm. I, that that is why I am connected to this franchise. And yeah. it's a nostalgia and it's all that. And it makes me think of my family and my brother and it's good times and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, they get, they get heartfelt. Uh, emotions, happy thoughts. Uh, um, you know, but it, I, I think like... I think that the film franchise has good intentions for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think the first one, it's just a very sweet story that anybody can relate to, whether it's karate or not. Yeah. Of this, like, just looking for acceptance and looking for... It is about that relationship between mm-hmm. Miyagi and Daniel. Looking for somebody you connect with and you understand, whether that's, you know, a 60-year-old Okinawan man or, you know, a 17-year-old blonde teenager. Whenever, right. like... Somebody you can have a connection with, and you can and you can be with, and spend time with, and care for. Like, right. I think you know it, it, it is something really special about about that. Right. And yeah, like it becomes more about like the flashiness of it, or like you know, three and four become more about like you know just the goofiness of it all yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But like, and the reboot is just you know the reboot. Yeah. But I think one and two, two, two as well really care about those characters and really want to tell that story. And also, I think that, I, I, I do think there are really good messages about... It, it's, is, it has a little bit of knowledge about what kind of happened to the Japanese people in America, yeah. right? And how that impacts people and, and things like that. And yeah. I think that's really interesting. And I think it's important to get that out there, right? too. So, yeah, like I, it's not a perfect franchise. I am aware of that. I'm not going to sit here and fight for it to be number one. But to me, I love it. I, lo- I love the franchise and... I can enjoy those movies. Yeah. Three, yeah. four, and the reboot. It can be a little tough. Right. But one, two, Cobra coming? Anytime. There man. you go. Well, bring how are you home. feeling? You good? I'm doing good. Bring us home. We're going to bring it home. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Tony. And we appreciate everybody for their support. Also, thank you, Matt, just for being here for Karate Kid. Yeah. We should just thank him now. Thank you no, for being yeah, here he, for Karate he was, Kid. It was awesome that he was yeah. here. And I the really three episodes he did. Really, really great. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FranchiseMePod. And you can see all of our rankings on Letterboxd. Just search FranchiseMe, one word. And you can send us an email, uh, FranchiseMePod at gmail.com. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Give us your feedback so we can get better each week. Make sure you check out our bonus series, A Year in Franchises, where we break down all franchise movies in a given year. Well, come back next week as we start our little holiday run here. And Santa falls off the roof and dies (laughs) as we discuss the Santa Claus.